All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, for those of us, for those of you who can't see what's happening, Andy has put the dog treat in his dick hole. You're listening to the Hard Liquor and Hunting Stories podcast. Proudly brought to you by Bolt Action Coffee, Safari Club International, Calgary Chapter, and Best of Seven Barbers. Production assistance provided by Fighting Spirit Productions. Now, kick back with a cold one, relax, and enjoy our show. Welcome, 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 everyone. You're listening to the Hard Liquor and Hunting Stories podcast. Today, we're joined by my wonderful, fantastic, awesome friend, Andy. How's it going? How's it going? Woo! Woo! Welcome to the show, man. It has been a long, long time coming. I think we've tried to have you on pretty much since launch, and for one reason or the other, things just don't work out, but you know what? You are here now. Terrific. I'm here now. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, that, uh, that gosh tooting fucking pandemic has really uh, kind of gotten in the way of a couple yeah, of Yeah, yeah, let's put a cramp in uh, hanging out <laughs> and doing anything. But you know what? Now we're kind of on the uh, the tail end of it, so to speak. So you know what? The world's our oyster. Absolutely. So today we are drinking this weird concoction. I kind of took a look at my liquor cabinet and I thought, man, I got a lot of odds and ends in here. What can I make that we haven't had on the show before? So we're having what is known as a bent nail. It's kind of uh, a tank on a rusty nail. So essentially what it is is it's a shot of uh, Canadian club. Half shot of Dram Beauty and like a quarter shot of uh, some brandy. And man, I'm not going to lie. It's terrific. It's awesome. And it tastes like straight liquor, which is one of my favorite flavors. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Brooke, what do you think? Like, It's pretty good. Yeah. This is a dangerous drink, man. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's a hard, like, you know, boozy flavor, but it's not like punch in the face. Like, I'm, I'm not puckering while I have it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, holy shit. I'm not going to lie. This is probably going to be a staple. I'll, I'll have to post how to make it. If I remember, depending on how many of these I have up on, <laughs> on, on page. I'm already working my way through here. so Yeah, yeah. They're quite good, man. Like, yeah. like fill your boots. So so anyway, today, the topic, um, Andy, I know you and I, we're, we're recent friends, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we met in university uh, yeah. some time ago, and you and I were, I don't know, I think we were both wearing plaid in a class or something. You know what? I remember this very specifically. We were doing like some typical group activity, and you were sitting across from me. And you were wearing a safari club jacket. And I was oh, like, sweet. this fucking guy. Okay, I got to talk to this guy after class because there is two people in the entire education program who like hunting and it's me and this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember there was one other dude and he was a bit of an odd duck though. Oh, like, what the yeah. hell was his name? Like, oh, like he came fuck. back just looking like shit oh. on like a Monday during yeah, hunting season. He- <laughs> And oh, his name was Brett. Brett, yeah, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. looks like shit. I'm like, dude, what happened to you? Oh man, me and my buddy were going out to fill our elk tags. I was like, cool, where, where'd you go? And like, he's very elusive on where they went, but I was, he couldn't tell me where they went. They didn't have a map. And then he's telling me the story how their only navigational aid was the compass on an iPhone. And they're deep in the really? backcountry oh, and they got man. a ways deep before they realized... What do you mean my iPhone compass doesn't work? And I thought they were So they like, it started raining. They got lost. They couldn't find shit. And I think they, they said they stumbled upon another hunting party that like, was like, you guys look like you're, you've been here for a while. Like they spent all weekend out there and kind of like pointed them in the right direction. And I was just like, oh man, that sounds like a wild adventure, dude. And he's like, yeah, we should totally go hunting sometime. And every alarm bell in my head's like, no, 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 no. no. No, but shit, you and I, we actually finally got out together hunting this year. Yeah, man, that was a blast. Got out to uh, do a little bit of pheasant hunting and uh, started a little bit of a slow start there, but uh, ended up uh, really getting the yeah, game at the end. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a slow first start, but you know what? It's not how you start, it's how you finish, or at least that's what I tell my wife. <laughs> but like, but like, oh man, I just, yeah, like it, that was a great day, man. Like I couldn't believe how many people were actually out shooting there and how yeah, many, how many yeah. fucking awful dogs there were. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's... Uh, that's the uh, pheasant release program here in Alberta, and they uh, they provide opportunities for uh, all those people who uh, don't know that there's wild pheasants in Alberta. I mean, um, there's no wild pheasants in Alberta. Don't go looking for them. Um, <laughs> there's none out there. Oh, dude. Well, uh, I'm not going to lie. It makes it pretty accessible. And, like, I don't know. Like, they can be tricky to come by. And- no, it's it's a great program, man. I, I really do appreciate it. Like, um you know, it, it gives people the opportunity to go out and experience the sport and um, and get introduced. And you know, man, if you got a young dog and you want to give them that experience, it's a it's a great way to, to give them that. And you know, there's some places where you know you don't have that opportunity no matter what. So yeah, it's, man, it's a good thing. dude, I loved all the hunt. Like I was just gonna bring it back. Like uh, we, were, we were having a rough time. We we're like, okay, we're gonna turn around and we're gonna kind of kind of relaunch here. 
And I remember you said, man, I am so glad you haven't said the curse words of hunting. Yeah. Uh, like, what the fuck have you your curse words of hunting? You're like, yeah, oh, it's just good to get out. And I fucking died <laughs> laughing because I know exactly <laughs> that. Dude, as, as soon as someone says it's just good to get out, pack up the fucking truck and let's go. Yeah, yeah, you're not seeing <laughs> shit when that happens. Oh, yeah, it's just good to get out. Like, oh, my God. That is oh, the man. fucking curse you know word what? of every hunt, man. It is just good to get out. It is, it just, is just good to it, get out. It's just good to get out. But I don't want out. to talk about how it's just good to get out. I want to shoot something. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I want to have some kind of success. Like, 100%. I leave my house all the time. <laughs> and every time I leave my house, I'm not like, man, it's just good to get out of the house. <laughs> It's just good to get out of the house. And, uh, like, you know, I don't know. I spent a ton of money and investment, like, making my house the most comfortable, awesome place that I pretty much exist. <laughs> so, like, to draw me out of my home and, uh, I don't know, it's got to it's gotta be something. Just It's just good to get out. God, I love that. I love that, though, dude. That was awesome. And then, uh, but, like, I also shared that story with uh, with a couple other guys I hunt with, and they all fucking died laughing. Dead. Like, <laughs> like, they, just, they just fucking loved it. They're like, oh, my God, we should fucking get a T-shirt that says that. You know what? Everyone's got to don it. If you go hunting and you get skunked, everyone's got to don there. It's just nice to get out t-shirt oh, when they're fuck. on the ride home, silent, just playing the radio. Everyone in their shirts just. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. You shit. know what? I like that. Take a picture with a tumbleweed, like it's a trophy. <laughs> uh, the dude. hero shot, holding it up with a shotgun in your hand. Yeah, that's the. Uh, oh, you know, it was just it was just a good time with the boys. I'm like, hey, no, if you if you fucking describe a hunt, it's just a good time with the boys. Like, uh, man, uh, like I don't so know. You're, you got you're not for me. Skunked, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I've been skunked plenty, and usually oh, I'm just like, yeah, fuck, more than once. More yeah. than I'd like to admit. Yeah, like it's part of hunting, and like I, I don't know. Whenever I get skunked, I'm just like, okay, what am I gonna do next time? What am I gonna do different? No. Like, like one of the big things I think is uh, if you're hunting on a limited time. That's uh that's a real shit recipe for success. If you're hunting in a very tight limited space, that's also a pretty um um what's the word I'm looking for? Wow, I'm at a loss for words for a second here. These drinks are really that good. <laughs> um, but yeah, like 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 uh you know you know limited space, uh carrying capacity, animal tra- you know, you're just not going to have as much success perhaps if you can't cover more ground. Well, and you know what? It is just part of the experience. Like it's it's a very humbling kind of uh moment every time you go out there and and you know, something doesn't happen. And, and it really is like, as, as much as I like to joke about the, the statement, it's, it's part of the experience that you go out there. And, and sometimes all you have is just that experience being outside. And it's been really cool for me becoming a, a dog owner and, and doing this pheasant hunting thing now. Like this is another old trope really, but like I'm out there for the dog at this point now. Right. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to shoot something in so much as that it's about me getting some. It's like, it's the dog is working ass off and you want to see something happen right and at the end of the day like you've been out there and and you know the dogs had fun and they've got their work in and you know maybe if it's me you know throwing a couple of pizzas and and miss some good shots and in the end it's just about having a good time out there with her and, and making that happen so dude your dog is awesome man like uh i love seeing a pro dog work like, cause, uh, pro dog. Yeah, Holy shit. Yeah. Like, like, I love seeing, we are far from pros, man, but I take that as a major well, compliment. Well, well I'm not going to say you're going to, we came from humble beginnings. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say you're, you're going to field trial your dog or anything, but like, I just love seeing hunting dogs hunt, man. And it's just, um, me, yeah, I'm not the, I'm not the greatest at mobility cause I'm lazy and my, my suspension is different, but like, <laughs> but like, like seeing, seeing the dog do the part, especially like the flushing. Oh man. Or when they find the trail, they start going yeah. head down, they get birdie the point. Oh man. I yeah. love the point. Especially when, like, then you give the command, it goes to the flush. Yeah. And then it's just that that flurry of, oh, shit. It's it's, it's great, man. No, like, you know, I'd really call myself, like, pretty, like, meat and potatoes, like, outdoorsman. I love hunting. I love fishing. I do big game. I, I fly fish, spin fish, ice fish. Big game hunt, small game hunt, but like for me, it's it's really, especially over the last couple of years with the dog, it's become about that that whole upland thing and waterfowl too I, I do i do love my waterfowl hunting but uh being a pointer owner it's it's uh it's upland man that's that's what really oh like yeah that. man dude it's my, yeah for sure dad, so. yeah i quite like it that's say it's the walk it's not the setup right like it's a hundred percent yeah like the movement kind of going across those landscapes and especially man i love the prairies like it's you know it's it's so funny i feel like it's it's such an underappreciated biome that we have in this province. Like when when we talk about Alberta, we think so much about like the foothills, the mountains, and that's what we preserve, and that's like that picture that we have in our heads. But like 
man, the wild places I've found just walking in the middle of fucking nowhere with nothing on the horizon but nothing. You know, chasing sharptails, chasing pheasants, stuff like that. It's it's cool, man. It's it's a different experience. I think it's something that like, you know, you really should experience as an outdoorsman if you appreciate it, because uh, it's it's a whole different experience. Yeah. Yeah, like we were talking just before the show, like uh, just about deer season here. And I was talking, I was talking about this coolie I was hunting in just adjacent to the Bow River, and, and clearly our listeners haven't heard. I don't know if they have heard the story, the story or not. Mainly because when we do the show, I'm usually quite uh quite thoroughly seasoned here <laughs> but like the um it's these deep coolies and there's it's on the uh they're adjacent to an ancient buffalo jump so like you're just driving along wow. the prairie and then it's just this fucking cliff man and every every now and then like there'll be a, an archaeological kind of dig in the area just going through okay. and just finding you know a millennia of bones just on the edge there and we were we were there and i was talking to the landowner because we were out there because it was a spot i really wasn't too familiar with and and there's just these like trails. They almost look like terraces going down the sides of the coulee. It's just these massive cuts. And I'm like, dude, what the hell is that? Like, that's pretty cool looking. He's like, oh, those are uh, those remnants of the old buffalo herds that used to be in the area. I'm like, oh man, that is so fucking cool because we're in this area that was used as essentially a hunting ground for millennia. And there's you know the evidence that the buffalo were there. Like it's etched into the side of the prairie. And coming up upon it, like you would never even know it was there. It's just bald ass prairie, and then it drops off, and then there's just these insane. Fucking coolies, man. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, like, I always say to people, like, you know, I, I feel it's common that you tell people, like, you hunt on the prairies, like, oh, what, what do you do? You just fucking drive around in your truck and you shoot stuff out the window on the bald ass prairies. Like, if you think the prairies are flat, come hunting with me, man. I work my balls off. Like, once you get into that coolie country, you can find some wild places, man. And that history that you're talking about, too. I, I don't know if I've ever really come across a place like that. Like, I'll, I'll take you there, man. And you'll just be like, holy fuck, dude. Like, this is awesome. And that's like, got to be a cathartic moment. Like, it, it is so rowdy, but it is also like you're, you're talking about that work. And we had some fucking work, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I taught you, we were hunting with him. And he fucking just, oh, man, I don't know. Did we share this when we had him on? No. Was he I don't on the mic? so. Oh man, he was on the mic, but I don't know if he. Yeah, I don't know if he shared the story. So he he drills this one, and it was a pretty far shot, and it was on the the height of another coulee, and it just kind of snaked around. It was like this yeah, big yeah, yeah. Y valley, and it goes down, and we're like, oh man, that one looks like a fucking chore. So they get all they get all their stuff to go down, and it was like a three hour recovery, man. It was a three-hour recovery. Oh, <laughs> been there, done that, man. Uh, last year, uh, my old man got his uh, bull moose tag out in, the, in our area, and we're hunting like kind of on the. We do our big game out in same kind of areas where we're where we're hunting the birds. So, out in the coolie country, and my dad, my dad's an old timer, man. So, like, you know, trying to teach an old dog new tricks. Good luck, right? That's that's half the battle. Sorry, I'm just trying to reach for the booze. I'm still very much listening. <laughs> I, got you. I got you. Oh, okay. Rock on. Thanks, brother. We're, we're going to re-up on the drinks as we tell the story. So, yeah, yeah. You Usually know, you hear him getting bored the whole time. <laughs> so, you know, he, he's an old timer. Teaching an old dog new tricks, hard to do. So, like, this guy, this guy is we, always... We, we can. Or if, and if you just want to drink one or the other, like, I'm not... Uh, you know, I don't tell you what to do, so... Yeah, so it's um, and then we got the shanker. I don't know, I don't know, dude. I'll tell you know, you be as fancy as you need to be, brother. Hey, man. Yeah. You know what? Let's uh, let's make it happen. Let's get the uh. Okay, wait, wait. Get your story downrange, and then uh, and then you know we'll uh, we'll walk through the the way we're drinking these. Excelente. Yeah. So you know, he's always kind of gone about things like, <laughs> you know what? Shoot it where you can get it out. By hooking a rope up to the truck and pull it out, right? And right. I'm telling yeah. him, I'm like, I'm like, Dad, we're hunting moose, and you want to fill this tag. So he was really excited about this tag. You know, you wait seven, eight, some odd. Yeah, you wait some tag, time. Right? Yeah. And I was like, Dad, we're we're gonna have to quarter this thing. Like, if you shoot, because we, we we actually came across this moose while we were pheasant hunting in October. Oh, and really? we we had an idea where this nice bull was. And we're like, okay, we're gonna loop back here in November. And I'm telling him, like, you know what, Dad, you know. If we if we see this thing down the bottom of the coulee, you're gonna, you're gonna fucking shoot it. I guarantee you. And we need to be prepared. Like I, we're gonna have to quarter this thing. I was oh no 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 no. You just get you, some, like you just get you just get a, you just get a kilometer of rope and you tie it up and you fucking bring the truck around. It's like I don't know. If you, that just doesn't always happen, man. Like it's you never know how deep. Like we're out in some big places. So Remembrance Day, we go out. 
we set up the wind, all this stuff. We're kind of, we're just doing a, like a slow kind of like still hunt down this coulee. Um, and there we spot this moose, like right in the bottom of the coulee. Oh, fuck, perfect. You know, wind in our face, just at dusk. You know, we kind of get down to the bottom of the coulee. There's a nice big ridge in the middle. So we slip down on the bottom of that coulee. We crest it up at the top, and there's this thing at 200 yards. Just perfect. So, you know, kind of get to the top. My dad lines it up. Things kind of bedded down in the uh, in the short brush. Stands up, drills it, drops it one shot. Perfect. Beautiful. Beauty. Yeah. 165 grain, Hornady GMX, hand load. Perfect. Cool. Drops this thing. And so then we go to start, we go to start gutting this thing. And I, fuck, I don't know when the last time I, my old man shot a moose, probably when he's my age, right? So <laughs> this thing's down and it's on like an 80 degree slope, right? Like it's, it's Oh man, so it's, so it's a chore. Oh my God. And, and um, we're getting ready to gut it out. And my dad's like, well, we're just going to roll it over. And I'm like, Dominic, do you realize what, like how fucking heavy this thing is, man. Like, <laughs> so we start reefing on it and it, it's not moving. Right. So finally we kind of get it around and, uh, it, it ended up coming out in pieces to make a long story short. Right. But like, you know, again, I, I guess to get back to where this all started, like, you know, you'd tell someone oh, you shot a moose on the prairie. It's like, Oh, well, fuck. You must've made easy work. Right. It's like, no, we, we started, we shot that moose 30 minutes after legal light. I think we finally had everything done at six o'clock. Oh man. And like that's I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of moose hunts, that's like maybe not the the hardest that's ever been, but I was fucking done, man. That was hard work. Anytime you shoot an animal that big, big bull moose, and you're you got a couple kilometers to hike, you got work on you. Yeah, man, you're telling me the story and I'm immediately like thinking to all the back pain that I've had. <laughs> <laughs> like I can feel I can feel like I don't know, you know how you get like your hands feel sore? Oh, like, like I just oh, I just have that. I know it, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh God, yeah. I love moose. Oh God, I love eating moose, man. Like it's just so the meat oh. is so rare to come by because like you can get elk at some like high end restaurants. You can eat ostrich. You can eat a lot of exotic shit, but nowhere has fucking moose on That's the menu. That's so true, man. I yeah. never really thought about that. Like you know, of of all the cervids, you know, you can you can find domesticated deer, you can find domesticated elk, but like if you're eating moose. That's because some Canadian motherfucker shot it. With yeah, his, with his tag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like that's the only way you would enjoy that. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's why when you get it out, it's like a special occasion. Oh, and like yeah. I fucking brought a bunch out. I was cooking for a bunch of people. They're like, "Hey, what is this?" I'm like, "It's moose." Oh, I was like, "What? You aren't excited?" Yeah, <laughs> man. I, I, you know what? The thing is, though, I I can bet you dollars to donuts if you were just like, "Oh man, yeah, it's some beef." 90th percentile people will be like, oh yeah, it's so good. I, I I love doing that for like, you know, those people who are like the super wild game skeptics. Oh yeah. If, if, you, yeah. if you if you if you want to bullshit them and just lie, feed them moose. I, I think it they comes down to the like, oh man, I've had some really horrible game meat served me oh, God. over the years where I'm just like, oh my God. It's just like I'm chewing my fucking jaw into oblivion. Like I feel like Joey Chestnut on the fourth of July fucking <laughs> hot dog eating competition. I'm just just mowing on oh, it and man. it'll have like the gamiest, grossest, chewiest flavor and it's just like fucking still got silver skin on it and I'm like, okay, if somebody's like, okay, I'm going to feed you this off, you don't like it, you sick. It's like, no, dude, your culinary and your butchering skills are fucking subpar. Like, like you just suck. There's, there's definitely like, you know, a barrier to entry with that for sure. Like, I've definitely learned a lot over the years. It's, it's funny you bring that up. Actually, a couple nights ago, uh, just on Monday, I, I made a meal with... Um, couple of the sharp tails I got this season with the dog saved a couple and like all I've read like the reputation for sharp tail grouse man people people do not like eating them they like shooting them but a lot, so many people I've talked to do not like I, I will them. just say like my experience with them is a lot of times they can be very dry yeah they can be dry well the big thing is like you know you shoot a pheasant and you know you open it up it's white meat it's like chicken you shoot a rough grouse you open it up it's white meat like chicken you open up a sharpie that's fucking dark meat man like it, it's it's red it's a red meat so it kind of changes the way that you got to cook it and the first couple times i worked with it like decent you know I, i'm i'm not gonna say it was the best wild game meal i ever made but uh, i really i really combed through the catacombs of the internet for this last one because i was like you know what 
I love hunting the Sharpies and I want to love eating them. And I know I can because it was the same for me with ducks when I started. So did you go like with a casserole or how'd you? So I found this recipe. It's like uh, you give them a prosciutto wrap and then a little bit of dusting and flour. And then you fry it in the pan with like a little bit of butter, some sage, um, garlic. And, you know, it was it was fucking awesome, man. Like, it, it all comes down, I think, like, kind of holding that moisture in, too. Like, getting that fat with the prosciutto around it. Um, it was really, really good. And, you know, in the end, like, it, it sounds like it might be, like, a little bit of, like, a, a fancy dish. But it was, it was nothing you couldn't find in any grocery store. It was easy to make. And it was fucking awesome, man. I, I had my roommate, had my roommate into, uh... To, to have the dinner with me and he's he's not a hunter ever since he's lived here i've been um i've been kind of introducing him to the game meat right like you know started off with the moose then we started to eat some whitetail and we ate some mule god deer. you're spoiling him man <laughs> you gotta feed him the worst of the worst first you gotta feed him like a coot no <laughs> and uh, you gotta feed him like a raw coot and all right gotta be like hey now we're having some snow goose beautiful <laughs> so, so today today we're gonna have that merganser that i shot on september 8th Eight in the morning, and it sat in the thirty degree sun until I got home. <laughs> nice. So it's got some uh, some wild season. <laughs> I, I guess is what you would say. Oh man, but yeah. So I've been I've been kind of like I've been getting them introduced to some of the different gaming. And when I fed him the sharp tail, I didn't know what I was getting into, right? So I was like, "Look, man, I brought you to the apex. Now we started you off on the easy stuff. We're we're eating sharp tail grouse. They don't have the greatest reputation. I got a good feeling about what I did here today. We sat down and ate this meal. And he's like, I don't know." fuck you were talking about i think this is one of the best meals you made me with uh with this wild game so yeah it's it's cool well good on you man solid flex dude like (laughs) uh, like like, look i can shoot this and cook it and you you dug into those italian shift uh yeah i was gonna say you dug into those italian roots to come with like some kind of prosciutto and cheese dish well done hell yeah nona smiling down oh beauty like oh man what i have fucking somebody made uh oh i had deer pastrami fairly recently and fuck that was really good man, man my uncle uh makes pastrami out of the geese his candidates that he shoots Ooh, fuck man i i you know he puts a lot of work into it yeah but he's given me the recipe it's nothing hard but like it is just like corned beef man fuck he brought it he brought it to christmas one year and i ate so much of that shit that i was ill nice does, so good that's that happened to be on friday although i was eating too much deer heart and whiskey <laughs> And everything else that, yeah, yeah. It'll be I a guess. while before I can have tartar again. The, Cana- <laughs> the Canadian prairie diet. Deer oh, heart and man. Rye yeah. Whiskey. yeah, I was just properly lost. <laughs> and <laughs> I had a rough day the next day. And then the day after. And I think I got my voice back yesterday. Because <laughs> I was just singing death metal like all Saturday. Like, <laughs> Shit, you're going for round two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maisel, right? As they say here in the prairies. Yeah, yeah. My old lady, she's just like, you fucking, do you fucking have to puke like that? <laughs> and I'm just like, there's there's other ways to puke? Like, I don't know. What about you, Jets? Like, when you're sending it after too much booze and... I'd fight it as hard as I can. I'm I'd, I'm the same way, man. I, I will it. I will breathe in pain yeah. before I before I fucking puke. I just I just embrace it now. Like I don't know. Apparently I do the everything is not okay alarm when I'm like totally passed out and I'll be like I don't even I'm not even aware I'm doing this. And you also don't get hangovers either. I usually don't, but I did. Yeah, I'm usually pretty immune, but like I did get I had my first hangover in like I don't know, probably 7 or 8 years. On Saturday, and I blame dry January because, like, <laughs> I lost my tolerance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, my liquor callus is gone. Like, um, I was drinking non-alcoholic beers and shit. We have this like brilliant plan because, like, I had a whole bunch of folks doing like, oh man, yeah, we'll totally do dry January. Yeah, man, I've been doing dry January. Cool, cool. We'll do near beers and near misses. We got a show, awesome, bucked. And I was like, oh no, no, I fucking, I, I caved. Oh, I caved. <laughs> fucking guys, I'm not all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. That was the, that was the first one for a long time. It was like it was like I got my first dose of whiskey. Where like you know how everybody when they're young, like especially out here, they get into vodka because you mix vodka with anything, and then you just yeah. go full on loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like. I felt like I was a teenager again, except like you know, more like my back hurt and the hangover was longer. And 
Was that was that your first dry January you've done, or have you done this no, before? No, I've done them in the past. Like I've done dry January, I've done dry August, but like I don't think I uh, I don't think I soared back from dry January that hard before. Well, usually kind of kind of ease into it, just to ease into it, and yeah. then I was like, no, no, I'm just gonna drink this whole bottle of Rupert's by myself. <laughs> 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 like it was within arm's reach, and like you know, I, this is what I this is why I say like I should just never host shit at my house. <laughs> because, it's the worst, man. A hundred percent. I agree with you on that because when you know you're stumbling distance from your own bed, yeah, you're gonna fucking send it. Yeah. Oh, dude, I fucking sent it. I was just interplanetary. Like I don't remember anybody leaving my house. I don't remember fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't remember most of the morning, but I do remember the pain. And now the story is great. Like you know, but hey, what? what, what it's all part of the fun. You live and you don't learn, right? Like, <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, man. This, oh my god, they, this fucking bent nail, man. Jesus. Oh, oh man, it's good. It's just, oh man, it's taking me back to the place. Doing its work. It is. It is. Fuck, I can't. I, I don't know what a weird eclectic collection of alcohol, but man, it is. Yeah, Brookie, what? How'd you rate the fucking beverage, man? It's pretty good. I've had rusty nail before. And it's kind of similar, but I think this has what this is a uh, brandy. Is yeah, right? yeah. I don't even know where that came from, to be honest. Like, um, this is just what's in the liquor cabinet. Yeah, like I got a, I got a bunch of fucking uh, Hennessy as well. And I got some Cavassier and all this like weird is there, shit. Is there like an app? I bet, I bet there's one that exists, like an app that you can say I have this. All this is in my liquor cabinet. What drinks can I make with? Oh like, man, hey inventory. man, I don't know. I think I think we got to keep that on the down low and get working on our. Uh, <laughs> I get working exists. on our programming. I yeah. bet that exists. You know what? I've been uh, I've been watching a lot of the old Simpsons lately because I just got Disney Plus, and um and and you know the flaming mo. Yeah. So like what we just talked about, all I can think of was Homer trying to make that. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's an episode on that that YouTube channel how to drink where the guy makes a flaming mo. And like he makes it by what he thinks Homer put into it, and he's like, "This is so gross. This is so <laughs> oh, yeah, gross." Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think he did. He did an episode recently of like, "Oh, what are the worst bottles I have?" I was like, "Oh my god, this is everything that's left in my liquor cabinet right now, aside from the items that are here." But like, oh man, some of the stuff I get stuck with. You know, like have a bunch of people over. Like I've got, I've got like fucking pair of vodka from like several years ago. Like when the who the fuck. Yeah. Who brought that? Like, <laughs> like I just gotta start bringing these horrible bottles to other people's houses and just leave it. They're like, oh, somebody left liquor. Oh no. <laughs> Did anybody ever buy you like a you know when you turn eighteen or whatever, get you a bar mat when you're? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember your first trip to the bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. But like, oh fuck. I was like, I used to have this app on my phone, and it was like, a, uh, just like an encyclopedia of shots. So like, you could oh, find yeah. whatever, and then it had the surprise me button. So you could hit it, it would just send you a random beverage and it would show you everything. So you could go to the bartender and be like, oh, please. <laughs> and he would make them for you. And then, oh my God. And then you could like favorite ones you liked and stuff like that. And I thought that was kind of a cool novel thing, but I eventually had to get it off my phone because every time I go to the bar, like going to the sh- going and do shots at the bar is a fucking horrible idea. Yeah. Like that works out well for literally zero people. And <laughs> you get fucked up real quick. Yeah. Like you just send yourself like full idiot and <laughs> you, you know, and it's usually not too bad, but when you're at like just the walk in Applebee's bar and you're just, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get, I, I, I know that totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you know, you walk into a fucking airport, Chili's before <laughs> like, like, you're not, you're not having any good outcomes with that. <laughs> So, Moose, your old man got a moose. Yeah, yeah. It was a fucking chore. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, oh, fuck, I don't even know where we're going with this. But anyway, man, like, I don't know what it is. Often we have guests on. I'm like, hey, so share a hunting story with us. And almost every single one has involved a bodily function. Hey, Brooke? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, a yeah. bodily function, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, we've had ones where guys are, like, shitting on the side oh, of the my. mountain. And everybody's hey. guts, like, I don't know. Like, guts just go to fucking you, liquid sometimes in the field. I have... A great bodily function. Oh, okay. You have spurred. It's it's a short one, but it's a good one. You know what? Short and sweet is good. It's all good. Okay. Once again, me and my me and my father were out hunting. I'm a young man at this point. I'm gonna say 16, 17 years old. We're out. We're out pheasant hunting. Look, I got two good stories with this man. Oh, oh, send them both. Yeah, man, you're 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 sending me down the line here. This is crazy. Okay, first one, short and sweet. Rough as an hunting. 
we're we're kind of driving from spot to spot, right? So like we we went through this one kind of series of coolies. We pushed along. We're having a tough day. I remember like whiffing shots, you know, far flushes, all this stuff, and um, and you know we we hop in the truck, we finish our hike, we're heading off to this kind of next property that we're gonna go hunt on, and my old man's like, oh, I'm gonna pull over. I gotta take a leak. I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta take a leak too. Let's just pull over. Pull over on the side of the road, just next to a ditch. Fuck all around us. One bush. One bush, like, 20 yards off from the truck. So, you know, everyone jumps out. Me and my dad jump out. Got to take a leak, doing our thing. And I remember, he's on one side of the truck. He's doing his thing. I'm on the other side, and I'm standing there, bird in hand. And I look up at the single bush in the ditch, and here's this fucking pheasant staring me in the eyes. And I, and I am mid-piss. Looking cock to cock. <laughs> Literally cock to cock, man. I have my cock in my hand and there is a cock looking at me. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, Jesus Christ, like, get the gun, get the gun. So I'm like, kind of like trying to like, you know, slowly waddle back to the truck, but I'm still pissing. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm kind of doing the sidestep. I'm like, holy fuck, like, there's no way this is going to work. And it's standing there and it's looking at me and I'm waddling at the truck. And then finally the thing fucks off and it flies off and the kingdom come. But yeah, man, I went cock to cock with a cock. You know what? You could have had a way worse <laughs> outcome. I was expecting like, so there I was. I lifted my gut up and then I slapped with my pants around my ankles. Because <laughs> <laughs> you never know where these things are going to go. Like. And that's and that's where my half my face went. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's where I got my first set of dentures. Yeah, oh my god, it's like the hunting Dick Cheney styles. Like, so, oh my god, it's crazy. It's man of all the things that could have spurred us to get on these stories. That reminds me of my first moose. Okay, that I ever shot beauty, and I, sh- and I shot it with my bow. Oh, so, yeah, wow. yeah. I've shot one animal with my bow. First ever time I went bow hunting, bull moose. Absolute fucking. So, miracle. so you became spoiled forever then, man. I, well, you know what? It's really funny. I shot that moose first ever hunting trip. Didn't have any really any other tags aside from that. So just, you know, that hunting season ended there. And the next year after that, I got scout. And I really stopped bow hunting because I was so focused on uh, on training the dog and doing birds. And then it was actually just this past year, uh, like this season that just went by, that I picked bow hunting back up after, you know, three or four years. Oh, man, it just, it just interferes with shotgunning for me. And also, I like having meat, which, you know... I think I oh fuck. I think I sent you that meme a while back. I was like, "Oh, bow hunting is not that hard." And it's a guy just stabbing Christmas bows <laughs> on the floor. I fucking laughed so hard at that one. Oh man! So you're back into you're back into the bow. Okay, I'm back into the bow. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'll I'll start with the story of my moose because this one was was a crazy one. So again, my number one hunting partner is my dad. Hundred percent, especially when I was younger. Right? This guy he yep, mentored beauty. me. Gotta gotta give him the respect for that. So. um it was really, I knew that that bull moose tag was coming up and that was what really spurred me to be like, you know what? I don't want to miss any opportunity to get this thing. So I'm going to take up bow hunting. So I knew it was coming, picked up a bow, purchased it probably like April and got to the point where I was shooting at least, you know, three, three times a week and I was getting, I was getting good. Nice. Just slinging and snapping arrows all day long. Yeah. I was, I was feeling good about it. I was super confident. Um, so September rolls around. It was a really hot September, I remember. And I was I was being awesome with myself. I was like, fuck. If I shoot a moose in like the plus 30 weather, you know, this is going to be tough. So I waited, waited. First weekend of October, nice crisp weekend. I was like, all right, you know, this should be like kind of the peak rut for the moose. This, this should work. I'm going to give it a go. So I got nobody to go with me except for my dad. He's not a bow hunter. He's like, fuck that. I'm not getting a bow. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't about that shit. I got a rifle and that's what I'm going to do. So I was like, well, you just come with me and accompany me. He's like, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, sure. You know, Uh, I'll go there and fucking hang out with you. You know, it's just good to get out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he said. So, uh, so he's out there in this area that we hunt. Um, my cousins, they hunt out in the area too. It's kind of family area. My, my dad and, and his cousin found it many years ago, passed down. So, and they're big bow hunters. They've always been big bow hunters. We haven't. So we're kind of like, we're going out, we're heading to the spot. And you know, as we're going down the road, well, shit, who do we pass by? My cousins. 
So they're like, oh, like, Andy, like, how's it going? Like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I got my moose tag this year. Like, oh, fuck, really? Well, we were just out yesterday. We saw a moose down in uh, in this draw here. Um, bet you he's still there if you go looking for him. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go take a look. So, and the wind was working the right way. All this stuff. So, so, so then you got your cock out. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting, we're getting there. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hold, sorry. hold on to your cocks. We're getting sorry. Okay. Cocks. Goddamn. All right. Hold on. I'll have, to, I'll have to zip back up here. I'm selling hot dogs. <laughs> my God. So my dad, my dad jumps out. We, you know, we set up this push. We're like, okay, well they said it, it, you know, be in this draw, you know, we know there's this big stand of Aspens down in the bottom. So we'll kind of, we'll work the wind. We'll go down, we'll go down this coolie. And hopefully we'll, you know, we'll come upon them. You know, they, they gave us a general area. Like, oh, you know, if you go kilometer down, you know, and hike, you should be there. That's where we saw them. So we're hiking down. We get to this, you know, we're hiking, we're hiking. We're not seeing anything. I, I fucking, there's nothing here. There's nothing here. So we stop. <laughs> and uh, we kind of stop. We're taking a water break. We're relaxing. My dad's like, oh, I got to take a piss. So, you know steps off he takes a piss and then of course what do you think's gonna come and fucking walk out here's the bull moose nice while he's bird in hand again so i'm like what the fuck are you doing get down get the fuck down yeah <laughs> yelling at your dad <laughs> I'm, freak, I'm freaking out at the guy he drops down on his knees he's got to take a piss on his knees because he's trying to get out of the line of sight of this thing thank god thank god it's windy and moose are blind as fuck. Yeah. So yeah, they're not. Down, they're not too cagey. Wow. Well, you know, it was so thankful we're downwind, right? Like we yeah. played the wind perfectly. And yeah, man, we were able to, despite all the, uh, despite all the bullshit, we were able to sneak up. Well, and, I gotta uh, say, you must have known you were downwind just because the way the stream was blown back. <laughs> 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 right. Like. Yeah, man. It's it's <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, we, we were able to make it work out, and uh, yeah, I did hit the moose but it was funny you know that same wind that was pushing it uh fucking carried my arrow that was one thing that i learned so i hit this moose low on the brisket and uh we had to do a bit of a track job but uh, i was able to put it down and, fucking uh, a man it was it was awesome yeah it was it's such a cool experience like dude you do not get a real appreciation for how big a moose is until you're 39 yards away from that thing like, you know, it's one thing when they're, when they're down on the ground, but man, that blew my mind. Like he was kind of at the top of the draw. So it really worked out well. I was able to sneak up and just kind of pop up right at the top. He was just feeding in the stubble and, uh, yeah, man, it's like, what, what an experience. That was a rush. Unlike any other I've ever had. Um, can't say I'm a big bow hunter, but, uh, man, those experiences that it lends you for sure. Like I have had a couple cool experiences with it now. Yeah, for sure. Like I got some guys who just, just love it just cause the early season, right? And, and I feel like, you, you know, you really got to dedicate yourself. It's a, it's a discipline. It is really a discipline. Or at least, man. at least from my perspective, like I'm sure I'll get a, I'll get a ton of feedback from bow hunters. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe next time we do a Q and a and be like, what the fuck you got against bow hunting fucker. I've listened to a couple. Yeah, man. So, oh my God. Yeah. No, maybe, you know what, man? That's, that is why, uh, when I was really focusing on training the dog that, uh, I didn't bother going out bow hunting. So, you know, like. Your margin for error is just so much smaller. You know, it's man. hard to beat the uh, the efficacy of a fucking rifle, man. And especially in the prairie too, right? Like, like you you can hunt a cop, sure, okay, cool. And like, I don't know, I don't I don't live well. I live I live suburbanly. I don't live rurally. Mm. So like, that's the other part of it, right? Like, if I lived on a fucking big parcel of land, I'd have a stand that I'd just be sitting in every night during the season. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. But like, yeah, you know, you know, I can appreciate it for sure. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure I'll pick up a bow once I get my fucking arm sorted out. But anyway, like, <laughs> it's always it's always something, right? Because like, I I I know I feel like it's just you dive into hunting and then like you start doing one thing, and then you're like, eh, that kind of looks cool. So then you start doing that, and then once you kind of like feel comfortable, I don't want to say expert because no, no one's no one's a fucking expert. True, true. Um, then you're like, oh, you know, what? I kind of like to dabble in that. Boom. Oh yeah. shit. Kind of like dabbling that. Oh shit, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I got that. Like, there's always something new to it, right? Like, it, no, it never grows stale for me. Fuck, man, that's that's a big thing, especially like you know. Again, I call myself Jack of all trades with this stuff. Love fit. Is that Luke Bryan song? Fishing, hunting, loving every day. Yeah, actually, <laughs> actually, we put that tune up on our uh, on our podcast. We have like a reel that used that, and dude, I was so pumped out. It was like one of our least watched reels, and it's a double. It's a double. So like. Uh, 
Huntsman Hefe and Hunt Toddy there. So, like, I got them on their two fucking deers, and they're, like, coordinating who's going to shoot first. They do a double, and they almost fire simultaneously. Pop, pop. Oh, and yeah. I watched that. I watched that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, fucking down. I was like, all right, I'll put this tune over. What a fucking mistake that was. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I was like, people love this song, and then, you know what? The more I hear that song, the more I actually bona fide kind of hate it. I can't stand it. Man, I'm I'm not a... This might piss off your viewers, but uh, listeners. listeners, I guess. Yeah, oh, God, um, thank God we don't have video because oh, I, I have a voice for you radio. Do, you do not want to see my. <laughs> Man, I'm not really much of a country music guy. I'm, you know, I feel like that goes against the, uh, the the picture of your your typical hunter, but. Oh, man, I, I love I love some like, of it. I love like old classic country, and I don't mean like nineties yeah. country, but but I mean like the really depressing shit about liquor. <laughs> 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 like yeah, feel that, feel that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude? Like I don't know. No, uh, I'm, I'm saying, saying, man, the, the fucking pop country doesn't really doesn't vibe with me. If if you if you haven't listened to guys like uh, Tyler Childers and, and Sturgill Simpson, like that's that's the new country that I can kind of. Fuck get with, get down on oh, yeah. awesome dude I don't know dude I've been on hunts before where guys are playing techno in the car and I'm just like oh, whatever I'll fucking, I'll fucking go with it like, I, I I used to work with this guy uh, he was fucking wild man and I remember he loved hunting ducks at Frank Lake it was the only place he ever hunted ducks and he told me that when him and his buddies rolled out to Frank Lake they bumped Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar, all the way out, and that was the ritual. I was like, "Oh man, uh, me and uh, <laughs> power to you, brother." <laughs> me and Doctor, me and Doctor Country. There, I don't know. One one year, it was really funny. Like we were hunting teal, and you know how teal are kind of finicky, right? Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, fucking nothing was coming, nothing was calling. I was like, "Well, I don't know what the fuck to do." And for whatever reason, we just put on the fucking Jonas Bros. I <laughs> don't <laughs> bring them in. It did. It <laughs> so like, it played. It was like, boop, boop, doo, doo, doo. like, dude, they're fucking nuts. And then all of a sudden, like, oh my, no fucking way. So we like shot a whole group of teal that day, and we're like, okay, I guess, and, and I don't know, we we were calling them the Jonas Bros. Jonas Bros. <laughs> Put them on, and all of a sudden, thirty teal wings cups Fuck just dude, fucking was, diving yeah, yeah, into was, the spread. Yeah, it was super <laughs> funny. So like, there was like a streak we had. We're like, okay, well, fuck it, put it on. And okay, we're shooting birds, I guess. And then I think there's only one or two times where it didn't work. And I was like, huh. <laughs> I guess it does bring them to the yard. I thought it was super funny, though. And uh, one of the old timers I was hunting was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, like, just looked at me like I was the biggest idiot. <laughs> but hey, like, like he was shooting pretty quick. So, like, you know, it was just funny because like sometimes you just got to have that fun. Cause like I, I remember the weather was fucking miserable. Oh man. Yeah, like it was it was it was miserable and like I don't know. I always say this. Like my wife says this too. Cause like I drag her out quite a bit. Is it's nice to be uncomfortable sometimes because then you really yeah, appreciate the comfort that you do have when you get back. Hundred percent, man. I yeah, appreciate that. yeah. Like you have like the hot coffee or like I don't know, good doves of Bailey's. You know, some warm food after you shot it. Like you're just like, ah, oh, yeah, everything's good. Hey, you know what? Talking about teal, you made me think of a story. First duck I ever shot was scout. Beauty teal. Beauty. So nice blue wing early season. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, right so on. I was. So this was actually it was Scout's first season. It was her very first season, and I'm be honest with you, I'm not a good dog trainer. I definitely wasn't. Well, you're functional. Point. I'll say you're <laughs> you're functional. At this point, we found our way, but you know, yeah. she was she was a young dog, and she fucking hated water when she was a puppy, man. She fucking hated it. Like I would take her fishing with me. And, uh, like I'd cross the river. Right. And right. she would not want to swim across, but I'd make her right. Like I'd kind of like put her on the lead and I'd be like, all right, you got to come along with me. She hated it. And I've always, you know, upland has kind of been my prior primary jam, but I was wanted, I was always hoping. She'll let the, let the drink brook out for some upland. Oh man. Dude. Yeah. Anytime, you know that, dude, dude. Like I call them champagne shoots. Cause like, <laughs> fuck are they great, man? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You can you can get oh, yeah. quite aristocratic with it if you if you. Really oh, want I know, I know, I love Let's it. Let's bust out the double guns <laughs> and uh, go for a push. Yeah, yeah gentlemen, yeah, the gamekeeper. The gamekeeper. There they were, flying a, foot. The beaters who send them our direction, and we had too much whiskey. You see, you know. You gotta get me. <laughs> you got you gotta get me out for that gamekeeper shit too. That's that's. Uh, yeah, I've been to some really. Uh, I don't want to say pretentious, but I just want to say luxurious shoots um, over the years. This oh man, I'm gonna get so much hate mail for that. I can't wait. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I know when I read it, I'm gonna drop my monocle square into my fucking brandy snifter <laughs> too funny okay yeah. so so sorry, on, sorry yeah. carry on yeah, no 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 so um 
she was never she did not seem like a water dog like she was she was very you know even like i'd take her to the river just down to the bow when i was walking her like at the suing's dog park there and i'd throw sticks for her if it was like a really hot day she'd swim out again she's always a strong swimmer but she's like didn't really seem to care for the water sometimes she'd go grab a stick sometimes she'd look at me she'd be like fuck you i don't want to swim so uh, there was one day in September where uh, I went out hunting with her, with uh, with my cousin, and um, we're going out just for like sure, uh, partridges and sharp tails. Um, you know, I'd gotten some reps under her belt. You know, we'd maybe only been on you know four or five hunts at this point, but she was really kind of starting to figure it out at least on the upland thing. And uh, we went out. We didn't have any success. And <laughs> so I, you know, you start the hunt at like seven o'clock or something like that. Noon hits. And my cousin's like. Well, I I gotta I gotta go home. What? <laughs> so, yeah, I gotta I gotta I gotta deal with some stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? So I I, I oblige him. Say like, okay, whatever. So take him home, and then I'm like, damn, like it's early. It's like, um, oh no, we weren't hunting sharp tails. We were hunting partridges because it was September. That's right. Um, but it's September. It's like the sun's not going down until like. Eight o'clock, right? Yeah, you got plenty of time. Yeah, I got plenty of time. I'm like, fuck, this is my weekend. Like, I want to go hunting. Yeah, especially for Upland. Like, Upland yeah, isn't like, yeah, isn't like restricted to the golden hours. So, right so I, I get, I get him home, and I'm like, well, fuck, I want to, I want to get some more hunting in. Like, this is my day off. So I know this one spot. It's this canal that was full of ducks, like often full of ducks. So I was like, fuck, you know what? I'm just gonna go try hunt some ducks with this dog. I was like, you know what? Maybe she'll maybe she'll go into the water. Maybe she won't. I have no idea. I'll wear my waders. Push comes a shove. I I used to I used to have this duck grabber. I took this uh, I took like golf ball grabber. Oh yeah yeah. And, and put the fucking, put the hook and on fucking it. Fucking broke off the tip. Yeah, and put the hook on it. So I brought grab my waders, grab my duck grabber. I was like, you know what? I got no clue if this dog's gonna retrieve a bird or not. If it falls in the water, because she hates the water. But fuck it, we're gonna go. We're yeah. gonna see what happens. So I make it out to this canal. And we're kind of going along for a push. And uh, it's kind of, it's actually a really cool hunt, this spot. Because um, you can see the ducks on the horizon. Like if you're, you, I bring my binos and you can kind of spot them. And, you know, you can see that there'll be like a group of teals or something like that on the canal, you know, a hundred yards away. So it's like, okay, how can we sneak up on these things? You take it wide, kind of a berm. So you take it wide and you got to kind of like approximate. All right, this is where I think the birds will be. And you can kind of like bust over the, uh, bust over the berm and if they're there yeah you'll, you'll get them right yeah so it's funny like I'm, I'm keeping the dog right next to my side and she's listening really well especially for a pup you know she's one years old one year old or some at this point i'm just kind of like walking along and trying to creep up and then all of a sudden i hear that telltale teal wing whistle man the, i love it I, I love calling it the sizzle <laughs> that's a good that's a good way to call it man yeah <laughs> it's perfect Perfect. Oh man! So so we're creeping up, and I hear that sound, and I look up in the sky, and here's this group of teals, wings cupped. They're coming right into this group that's maybe fifty yards ahead of me, right? So I'm yeah. like, "Fuck it, I, I got these, man." They have no, I don't know how they didn't see me. I'm just wearing my camo, just kind of out in the grass. They come over, and I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna get one of these." So I put the gun to my shoulder, aim at one of these things. Boom! First shot, crack one, and I'm thinking like instantly in my head, I was like, "Okay, I'm." shooting one because I have no idea what the dog's going to do, right? I can't go starting dropping birds everywhere. So I shoot this one and I'm watching it comes down, 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 splashes right in the middle of the canal where I could not even get it with the duck grabber. Shit. And I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? So I snap my gaze down to the dog and I look at her at the ground and I can see she's got her eyes locked right on this bird. Just like solid prey drive. Solid prey drive. Yeah. And there's a bit of a high bank, right? And I'm watching her. I did, it, you know, all this happens in the span of a second. But for me, it's like an hour, right? Yeah. And I look down at her, and she's looking at this bird. And all of a sudden, she just bends down and does the most epic fucking jump. Just launches right off the high bank into the water. Splashes down, swims out, grabs that bird, swims it right back to shore, drops it at my feet, and I could have fucking cried i was so proud of her because she hated the water but it was you know it just all clicked right like that prey drive was so deep and she watched that bird fall and she watched it fall in the water and she's like oh well i don't give a shit about that anymore right and she jumped in and she retrieved that duck and like 
honestly, ever since then, man, we've gone on. God, I can't. I can't even tell you how many water hunts, and it just it clicked. Oh right man, there. that's awesome. My my dog's got a really good prey drive, but fuck, is he useless? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a gunshot. That's it. He rolls over and pisses himself. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck. I had high hopes for him because he, he would point and he would chase shit. I was like, you know what? If he could flash, that'd be, you know, cool. As long as he can do that, maybe he can retrieve because he loves having dead shit in his mouth. Like I took him out on a gopher shoot and we snapped all these fucking gophers like just like on the top of a ridge. And then we're just like going to take a look and he fucking just sprints out and he's just like, Got one in his mouth, this big, dumb, fucking <laughs> grin on his face. I'm like, oh, great, now i got to fucking rip this thing out of his teeth. And he was not keen on it. He just wanted fucking just mouthiest fucking idiot with this thing. Like, just a fucking prairie rat in his mouth. But was he not the happiest dog in the world? Yeah, yeah, the gunshot's kind of fun. You know, he can't do gunfire, but he's a, he's a rescue, and you kind of get what you yeah. get, right? Like, he's not he's not a bona fide hunting dog. He's like a mix of, I don't even know what. Like, I, I was kind of hoping we, we'd change his name and call him Thud. Because he's, <laughs> he's just such a caveman, even for a dog. You know, you know? I had high hopes. Bro, you've got a hunting dog, don't you? No. Otto, doesn't he, isn't he a fucking breed for hunting or something? He doesn't. He's not any, into water. Like, he's he doesn't like it at all. He won't go. He'll wade kind of really shallow, but once it starts touching his belly, he, he doesn't like it. He'll oh, man. Does what kind of dog? He's a labradoodle. <laughs> nah, <okay. laughs> you know what? I, I've uh, I've actually hunted with a labradoodle before. He's figuring it out. Yeah, like I, I thought for sure they were hunting dogs. Like I don't know. This is the thing I realized. The more I learn about hunting dogs, the more I'm like, wow, there's so much to learn on this. You know what, man? And Rip, it's, uh, I think labs will do it, but labs can. Yeah, like our last dog, he was uh, he was part lab, and he was a really good swimmer, really strong fetch, really yeah. good prey drive, but he just couldn't do gunfire. Like he just couldn't do it. Like so, I, so like he'd be catatonic. But yeah, sorry, you're saying. Well, I mean, it's in the end, like you know, I'm no pro at this, but I really I think it comes down to pedigree, man. Like it's just it's if that dog comes from those hunting lines, you know, if you took if you took a standard poodle. Is a is a traditional hunting breed. I'm you know sure. what? I would totally get a poodle, and I would car- I would fucking carve its I'm, fur like it was one of those asshole show ducks. <laughs> yeah, and, and, I just, would, and, and I would just have it out there fucking pulling back. I would show up Canada. It's like oh yeah, hunters. dude. Like I would <laughs> I would show up to like the biggest redneck shoot I know, or I would go to like one of those small town pheasant derbies with like it on my heel, all done up. <laughs> Yeah, bow like, in the fur, pink bow, uh, snakeskin boots, and like the jeans that look like a chandelier. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> be the highlight, man. Oh that's fuck, funny. dude! Like no. uh, you know, what? there might be some comedy to be had in that. Like I feel like that's a fucking that's like a short clip right there, man. It just <laughs> the chirps you would get. The comedy. I mean, <laughs> oh it God. would be great comedy if you don't get shot. I don't think people would shoot at you, but like no one would want to be your friend. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like. like you you would sit down in like the fucking community hall or whatever, and everybody would sit the fuck away from you. So you know, wait a minute. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. So on oh, this. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Back yeah, to your. Well, uh, I was what I was I was thinking here. You you kind of spurred my thought talking about like gunfire training. Um, Scout has no problem with gunfire. She's now the kind of dog that uh, when when fireworks go off, like you know when we're at the cabin. In, in the summer when the fire, when expect the fi- and treats when, yeah dude when the fireworks go off it's hilarious like <laughs> I saw a meme one time it was like oh your dog hid behind the toilet when the fireworks went off that's funny mine was looking around the house for the dead ducks but like that's literally become scout now where like she hears any loud noise and she's fucking pumped but I will admit I did zero like proper formal firearms training with her yeah, like so, I we had a we had like um you know one of those blank shooters you get that can like yeah, fire yeah. out the fucking projectile. Dude, they are fucking loud. Oh yeah. Like for a twenty two, I was like, man, that is deafening. Literally, man. <laughs> like so they're they're fucking loud. How it kind of all went down. Like when I first got her as a pop, I was like, you know, I've got to introduce her to loud noises and yeah. did did a little bit of research and people were like, oh, like shoot a cap gun or like bang some pops. Yeah, yeah, I've heard all that. Yeah, yeah, shoot like, like shoot, a twenty two. Yeah, yeah start, like yeah. start with cap gun when they're eating their food and then move it up. You know, eventually shoot a twenty two at a hundred yards away and then move them closer and then move to a four ten. Yeah, move I've heard. 20, yeah, move to a twelve and all this stuff. So like, you know, when I got scout as a puppy, um, I was woefully unprepared. For a German short hair pointer, yeah. I will tell. Uh, I will tell anybody listening to this podcast right now. If you are thinking that you want a German short hair pointer, 
Ask yourself, or, or or any higher energy gun dog breed. Yeah, like the big the big flushers, the GSP. Any, like, like, any, yeah, like any big pointer, you know, setter, monster line, any of those, any of those high energy working breeds. If you want one, you need to commit right now to over an hour of high intensity like exercise for that. Yeah, dog. well, they're mental. And, they're and, mental. And, and, oh like, my yeah, god! Yeah. Like this dog as a puppy was a fucking terrorist man the shit she put me through she was nuts so like you know it, it was it was really crazy like i was the first 10 months of her life was just me trying to get a handle on her just just trying to make this fucking thing calm down right and you know i really wanted to hunt right and, and i had i gotta be honest with you man i had so many people telling me there's no fucking way this dog's gonna hunt She's way too crazy. She's yeah. 10 months old. There's no way. She's yeah, I recall you saying this when we were hunting, and I was like, yeah. really, man? Because, well, and she's fucking coming like, along. So, you know, yeah, like, I've, we we were at this point, you know, she's kind of my my dog and my dad's dog. We got her when I was kind of at the at the end of my my university days, the end of my, you know, kind of living, living with my dad. And, uh, yeah, you know, we, I don't think either of us knew what the fuck we were getting into. This dog was just mental. And, you know, we talked about, you know, first off, we talked about taking her to some formal training. Right. And took her to a couple trainers. And it was the, the answers we got were pretty much everywhere from, like, this dog will never hunt to, like, unless you are willing to beat the shit out of this dog and, like, make them incredibly, like, you know. Just af- servile. Af- yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like, super afraid you'll never get it. And I was like, I'm not. I don't agree with that. Fuck this. Like I can make. Yeah, this that's work. not your philosophy, right? No, yeah. no. I, I, you know, whatever works for who. I, I don't know. I, I, I won't get into that. But, but simply, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I can make this work. And, and finally, she was starting to figure it out. Just at least listening to me. But I, you know, we were still thinking about formal training, and I had all these people be like, no, no, it's not going to work. Like I, I literally had guys be like, don't even bother bringing her. Like, I'm sorry, you don't have a hunting you, dog. You know, though, there's so much to be said for that. Like, uh, we have Fletch on the show, so he's got a Hungarian Vizsla. Zvizsla. Yeah. yeah Hungarian like, Vizsla. Yeah, like, he went through a fucking lot of work in, like, I don't know, he said it was, like, adopting a fucking child. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Like, the breeder he dealt with, and, like, he, uh, oh, fuck him. But, like, he went through a lot of formal processes, and then, like, took the tools, because he was like, I'm not going to try to fucking DIY this. <laughs> yeah. And, like... I don't, know, I don't know if you've encountered this. Like, I know a lot of people think they can DIY, and they they perhaps don't get the result that they're they're hoping for. You know what, man? Like, I consider myself someone who's very, very lucky. I but think I but got, you went to training, though, right, Andy? Sorry, I did not. No. Oh, fuck. I, is, okay, I thought you, you know, took like went to a few courses. So you know what, man? I so I ended up. I went to one trainer. I didn't like his approach. It was very rough. Um, right. It wasn't for me. So. I opted to go my own way. And then I met another trainer. Um, he's a really nice guy. I, I, w- I won't share his name just because, you know, I'm not sure if he would want that or not. But he's a really nice guy. No, no, it's all good, yeah. man. Like, just for, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, we're all about anonymity here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. he, was a, he was a really good dude. And I brought, like, I kind of told him my story. I was like, look, man, I got this dog. She's 10 months old. She's... Kind of, bunches, she's yeah. kind of a fucking nutcase, but I'm starting to get a handle on her. I've taken her to X trainer. I've taken her to Y to Z trainer. I've taken her to Z trainer. Or I've talked to all these people on the phone if I haven't taken them to her. And they basically said, well, you're fucked. You've got a, you've got a crate. You're just going to be one of those people that has a German short air pointer and you don't know how to control it. So, too, so did you too like, fucking bad. So did you get like a bunch of books or something? Like, did you, uh, you, did you know, I read, you go on the internet. I read like, some book. Like I did, I did, I read some books. I did some research and I found this, I found this guy and I went out and I met him and basically it was like, he was like, you know what? If you want to train this dog, you can. It's like, you gotta, you know, you can do this. It's like, I can help you, but really you, you can do this. You just got to dedicate to it. And you know, I could see, I could see ever since I had that, I think the first time she pointed at anything, she was like three months old, man. Like ever since she was a puppy, she would see like a rabbit. She would see, you know, a just, bird. Just the and natural ju- drive. And just yeah. lock on point. And I was like, holy fuck, like, this dog's got it. Man. Well, like we hear this adage all the time, right? There's no bad dogs. There's just bad owners. 
Yeah, yeah. There's there's well, a lot of mutant dogs out there, and, <laughs> but you know what? A lot of them are uh, are led around by mutant people. Well, hundred percent. And yeah. like, what I kind of started to realize was like, you know, bird dog guys would probably fucking nail me to the cross for this, but my opinion is, every dog, you don't teach a dog how to hunt. It knows. You know, you have a strong hunting breed from a strong hunting line. You don't teach that dog how to hunt. It knows. What you teach it to do is trust you and listen to you. So yeah, you, I, give, you give it the parameters, yeah, the boundaries, exactly. right? So yeah. I pretty much taught her what whoa was with nothing, man. Like, again, you know, money was a factor for me, too, as a guy in university, right? I didn't have two grand to take her to a fucking, yeah, you know, to can, a trainer or something like, like, like that. Like those upland dogs, man, fuck it, get pricey. It can be 10,000 bucks all in, right? Like, I yeah, didn't, I didn't or, have, or if you get like a started puppy, like, fuck, man. Depending, on, no depending on fucking pedigree, so, it's... So yeah. I was literally at the point, like, I trained her whoa with geese at the little pond near my house and with robins at the Southland Dog Park. I taught her what that meant. You oh, know, man. I, and I taught her recall. I taught her all those things. And I remember, so she's 10 months old and I'm really starting to rein her in with all this stuff. I've had all these people kind of in my ear saying, she won't be a hunting dog. She won't be a hunting dog. Don't take her hunting. She's not ready. If you want her to be a hunting dog, she needs to have formal training. And, and you just let her hunt, man. That's good. So one, yeah. day, so one day, 10 months old, it was, it was late season. It was like, you know, kind of end of December pheasants are closed but partridge are open and I'm I, I'm like fuck this fuck everybody who's saying that this dog's never gonna hunt we're going hunting I don't give a shit we're gonna do this I call up my buddy call up my buddy Rye I'm like Rye we're going out man come with me so fucking A let's do this take your dog out so we take her out and what does she know how to do she knows to stop when I say whoa she knows to come when I say come that's about it and I'm like I'm going to let her learn from here. So we took her out and gun gunfire training to this point has literally just been the cap gun while she was eating her food, Yeah, which never bothered her, but we're talking cap gun to the 12 gauge. We're, we're, yeah. a big, I did not follow the typical protocol. There's a big right? boom. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> between, between that, like, Oh man, dude, I was on, I was on this hunt recently and, uh, Man, no one was wearing ear pro, and it was a waterfowl on it. I was like the only one. I got chirped for having the fucking ear defenders on. This, this, <laughs> this same friend in this story, Rye, is the same one who has like permanently destroyed my hearing. So as much as I love you, Rye, if you're going to listen to this, fuck you. Oh, you I, shoot like right I, over I, by your head? Oh, or? my God. That fucking meathead. I, thanks for the industrial hearing damage. Guaranteed. So, so we go out, and we didn't have a lot of success that day. And I remember at the very end... We're walking along and, you know, Scout's just kind of bound around. She's, she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. She just thinks she's out for a walk. And this big covey of partridges go up. I whiff my first shot. And by the time the second one's ready to go, they're too far. God bless Rye. First shot drops a hun. And just like it was with that duck, man, she watched that thing drop to the ground. And I'm thinking like, you know, two shots right over this dog's head. She's never heard that in her life. I'm like, fuck, how's she going to react? She watched that bird hit the ground and she just bounded right over. I, uh, I love her. I love her retrieval skills. Cause like <laughs> you gave me the brief before we went out shooting and like, she'll pick it up and she won't like bring it right to you, Brooke. She'll, she'll throw it within like six feet. He was like, I've got it. Now pick it up. <laughs> and, then like, and then like, like it fucks off. It's she, super funny. She ensures that the bird's in the bag. She brings it to about five feet and then she's like, yeah, you got it from here, man. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Fuck you. I want to go find some more birds. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a good laugh out of that. And I think every time she did it, I was like, now pick it up. <laughs> and, I, and I did that pretentious voice every time. And fuck, did it make oh, me laugh? Man. And I, I think there was like a couple of guys like kind of in our in our area. They're like, what the fuck's going on over here? <laughs> pick hey. it up. Pick it up. <laughs> pick it up. <laughs> like, it was just the most obnoxious voice I could think of in the moment. No, man. I, it's, it's, <laughs> it's cool for me to kind of reflect on those like... Um, those like seminal moments for the dog though, because yeah, like, for I, sure, I, I, st I stop and think and it's like, you know what? If we whiffed every shot on those birds and it's just all that noise and no bird, how does she react to gunfire? So I, I got to give big ups to my hunting partner there that he dropped one because honestly, after that, it was like, fuck, well, it built that, it built that connection where I was like, oh, well, big boom means bird. I love birds. Stop. Yeah, my, my dog will never have any of that. Like we, we tried all the soft starts and no, no, it was the same result every time. <laughs> but hey, hey, like, I don't know. He was a rescue. I didn't get to pick him. 
And, and like, you know how it goes, right? Like, I, I wasn't really in the mood for a dog. My wife wanted a dog, so we compromised and we got a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's how it ended up. So, dude, like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. We always ask this. Brooke, how are we doing for time? Where are we, where are we uh, at? Yeah, we're just at an hour now. So. Oh, okay. Well, wow, here, really? Yeah, dude, it goes, it goes by quick. Holy man. fuck, yeah. Yeah, so usually, usually we ask the guys before we leave, um, dream hunt. What's the dream hunt, dude? Um, so for me, it's definitely, it's gotta be birds and it's gotta be with scout. Um, you know what? I would say like a real attainable one for me. Um, I want to hunt Chuck or Partridge. Um, we don't have them in Alberta. Uh, apparently, we have a small population in British Columbia. There, there are some chucker around, but I think they're at the uh, private clubs that they're at. Yeah, yeah, like really, yeah. so like wild. I would want to go chase yeah, yeah. like wild. So I know that they got a wild population kind of out in like the Kamloops area. Oh, okay. Um, so that could be like a good kind of DIY. Um, I know they got big populations in like Oregon and uh, kind of like those like, mod, like you know, I don't know what you'd call that area. It's not really montane. It's not really like foothills. It's almost kind of like, you know, that like prairie-ish, foothill-ish kind of mix of everything area. But, I don't know, uh, Badlands? Yeah, it's kind of Badlands. Like, it's kind of yeah. Badlands, but I'm I don't know. As, as I've kind of delved into this like world of, of you know, bird bird dogs and, and upland bird hunting, like people really talk about like, you know, the red-legged devil, the chucker partridge, and, and it's like... No, like, no holds barred kind of hunt. Like, these guys that go after these birds, they got to fucking get their licks in. You're chasing them in wide open, like, Bureau Land Management land down there in the States. Um, right. And it's just, it's it's harrowing. They're, and they're skittish. They're tough. Um, but I feel like that would be a great challenge for me and this dog. You know what I mean? Like, we've, we're, me and her, we, we kind of come from this place where nobody really believed in us. And, and now here we are. Fuck, I don't know how many pheasants we shot. I don't know how many partridges, sharp tails, ducks, geese, everything. We got everything under our belt. It's like, hey, you say that the chucker partridge, those are the uh, one of the toughest upland birds to hunt in North America. Let's go fucking hunt them. I bet I could do it. And it's it's nice because I feel like it's a, it's a dream hunt. But it's attainable. I can make this happen. That's that's awesome, dude. Well, you know, what? we'll have to we'll have to come up with a plan to get you hunt up north with us, and uh, and then maybe over to Africa because holy shit, man. But okay. but you know what? That's I think that's for another day, another podcast. Like, damn, these drinks have been fucking good. Um, Done the work. Yeah, for sure, um, dude. On that, I think we'll leave those last words. I don't even know what my fucking sign off is anymore because usually at this point I'm so <laughs> lost. Every time, man. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> lost. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Oh <laughs> man, God, I just watched Anchorman the other day. But anyway, <laughs> anyway um, wait, is that no? Is that from Anchorman? I don't know. No, I'm that's get a lost Truman. Here. That's a Truman show. Isn't oh it? right, that's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, my bad. Not, uh, what's that? J- Jim Carrey. Yeah, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm kind of getting lost here trying to book a bookend on it. But uh, for those of us who are, st- well, for those of you rather who are still listening, thank you so much for joining us for our uh, our episode here. And you know what? Give the bent nail a try because it will bend you, and it may be the nail you need to pass out for the evening. Um, but yeah, then again, uh, stay safe out there. Good hunting, and we'll we'll uh, see you next time. Take care.